Hey, what's up, everybody? Um, listen, I didn't have a guest this week because we've been waiting a long time. But when I say we, I mean the city of Cincinnati and Bengals fans to get to the playoffs. There was no fucking way I was going to have a guest this week. So heads up, if you're not a football fan, this one's going to be a little football heavy. If you've been watching my podcast for any amount of time, you guys see what it is. I got that one-of-a-kind Bengals piece. I got that floating football. And heads up, I bought both these items, or they got sent to me when the Bengals were terrible. And now that we're good, I really think we're going to the Super Bowl. And I'm really a homer, and I know it. But I got these socks made. Check these bad boys out. My face is on them. I've been waiting. I said, I'm not going to wear them until we go to the playoffs. So shout out to the friend that bought me these, had these made. That was a big surprise. I'm going to put them right here, the rest of the podcast. I'm going to put them on. I'm going to wear them this Saturday when the Bengals play, and I'll wear them every game after that until they lose. So I'm probably going to have them on every week till next year. That's how I'm looking at it. If you ain't been – listen, the reason I, I think I side with Buffalo, I, I get Buffalo Bills fans. I get um, these small markets that all of a sudden going to run and they start winning and, – and, not basketball, baseball, but football. There's nothing like it in the city. And I never had the feeling of having a franchise quarterback. Like, Andy Dalton was good. Carson Palmer was good. Boomer, Boomer was good for the Super Bowl year we had him, that we, that we had, but it's a different feeling with Joe Burrow. I don't know what it is about that dude. I almost tear up when I think about him. He's that good. Like, I really want to give him a hug. Like a big, I'm talking big, like fresh prince of Bel Air when Will Smith's dad left him and Uncle Phil came in and, you know, basically hugged him. Like like Robin Williams and Matt Damon in Goodwill Hunting when he says, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. That's what I would say to Joe Burrow. All the years the Bengals sucked, I would just hold him like, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. You know what is his fault? Us winning now. And Jamar Chase. Man, I don't know if you remember this. Before the draft, everybody wanted Penny Sewell, the lineman from Oregon. And if you are – I'm, I'm in every chat room. I'm on every um, website that talks about the Bengals. It was a real debate, Penny Sewell, Jamar Chase. And when people would ask me, who do you want, Gary? I was like, who's Joe Burrow want? And Joe Burrow said it when they finally picked Jamar – he said he felt included, and he felt like the organization valued his opinion because he clearly lobbied for Jamar. So that tells me two things. One, front office wanted Penny Sewell. Two, they recognized the kind of quarterback they got, and let's keep him happy and bring in Jamar Chase. Goes back to listen to the players. I mean, they played against them. They played, a lot of them played with them. So they got Jamar, and at no point this season – has anybody said that was a they should have taken Penny Sewell? It's never happened. Nobody said it. So uh I I watch every game. The Bengals are undefeated against playoff teams in the AFC. They're two and zero against Pittsburgh. They're they beat Kansas City and they beat who okay, um who else they beat? Kansas City who holds in the playoffs? They didn't play Buffalo. They didn't play Tennessee. Oh, the Raiders. Who they're playing this week. Duh. So Raiders, Chiefs, and Pittsburgh, they beat. They're 4-0 against teams in the, in the AFC playoffs. 
And there's not been a game this year where I thought they was out of it. Even when they were down 14 nothing in Kansas City, I was like, we're okay. Burrow, get them. He'll get them locked in. So it is an exciting time. I have money set aside that I've been setting aside for years in case the Bengals ever go to the Super Bowl. And I really hope I get to spend that money this year because I am in Greensboro, North Carolina the night for the Super Bowl. And I don't know how easy it is to get to L.A. from Greensboro, but I'm going to find out. I don't know if i got to walk to Charlotte and catch a plane. Do I got to get a private? But I ain't missing that game or that Super Bowl. And if they win it, I might be on the podium. I'm not going to be Kevin Hart. I'm not getting turned away. I'm going to be there, and I might get arrested. And you might see new pictures of me. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. But it's going to be something that I've been waiting for my whole life. So I'm going to give my predictions for this. I'm, you know what? I'm going to give my predictions for the entire playoffs. So I'm going to really look like a dumbass when this is all over. Or I'm going to look like I'm brilliant. So the first game is Las Vegas-Cincinnati. I don't know. Who do you think I'm taking? And by the way, NFL, thanks for making the game on Saturday. I could have went to the game if it was Sunday or Monday. But even before the playoffs, I begged on social media, do not make the game Saturday. And they made it Saturday. Last time we was in the playoffs in 2015, we played the Steelers on Saturday night. And I was like, so it's like, I'm not happy it's on Saturday, but I'm happy it's the early game because I got to show them Philly that night so I can actually watch the game from my hotel room. But still would have been nice to go, but it is what it is. So I'm going to take Cincinnati over the Raiders, Buffalo over New England, obviously Tampa Bay over Philly, Kansas City over Pittsburgh. Here's where it gets tricky. I don't think there's ever been a weekend where all the home teams won, wild card weekend. I could be wrong. The two games where I could see the road team winning is San Francisco at Dallas or Arizona at the Rams. So I'm going to take the Cowboys. I'm not 100% confident on that one. I'm going to take the Rams. I think this is the first year it's going to happen. I think all the home teams are going to win. But if you're asking me which one I'm most unsure of, San Francisco and Dallas. I just think San Francisco matches up good with Dallas. But So if that if all that plays out, then the Bengals would travel to Tennessee. Of course, I'm taking the Bengals. The Bills would go to Kansas City, where I think the Bills would win. So that would mean the Bengals and Bills in the AFC title game. Last time Bengals went to the Super Bowl, who'd they beat in the AFC title game? The Buffalo Bills. I'm just saying. It's weird how this is all working out. Uh, but it was in Cincinnati. And then, of course, I'm going to pit the Bengals. So in the NFC, if it all plays out, like I said, then the Rams will play Green Bay and Dallas will play Tampa. Dallas will be at Tampa. So I would take Green Bay over the Rams, and then I'd pick Green Bay to go Super Bowl. So I think it's going to be Bengals versus Green Bay. And, of course, the Bengals win. I could look like an idiot on these picks, but we'll see what happens. I didn't really pick any upsets. So, enough about that. I just lost probably half the female listeners talking so much football in the first 10 minutes. <laughs> it's just you don't know. You know. Unless you live in Cincinnati, you don't know. I, there's a meme going around where there's never been a text message saying the Cincinnati Bengals won a playoff game. Last time Bengals won a playoff game 
was 91. The first text message was sent in 1992. So nobody has ever gotten their phone and said the Bengals won a playoff game. That's mind-boggling to me. It's crazy that it's been 31 years because it seems like we went through such a dry run through the 90s, and then 2005 came. Remember them saying, it's been 14 years since they've been to playoffs. And then we got in, and then Carson Palmer got his knee taken out by Kimo von Ohlhofen because Bengals had the Steelers number that year. You can't tell me nothing different. And then we went to the playoffs in 2009, but that wasn't really – they kind of sucked. It was just – I don't know. We just got in somehow. We lost to the Jets. That was the Mark Sanchez Jets. And then 2011, that was Dalton, A.J. Green's rookie year. They went 9-7. and seven. They beat a bunch of – they beat all the teams with losing records. Every time they played a team with a winning record, they lost. They lost to the Texans. Then they lost to the Texans in 2012. Then they lost to the Chargers in 2013. And that's when they were 8-0 at home, 6-0 in the division. I did not see a scenario in my head where the Chargers would beat them that year. And that's how I feel about them and the Raiders. That's why I can't be too overconfident because I, out of all the playoff years, they even that 2005 team against Pittsburgh, I always thought that 2013 team, they were not going to lose to the Chargers under any scenario. And they freaking lost, man. I couldn't believe it. Chargers had no running backs, no wide receivers. They had Phillip Rivers. That was it. 2014, they played the Colts. That's when everybody got hurt the week before. A.J. Green didn't play. The running back was out. Rex Burkhead was our tailback that year um so and then 2015 that was the the Steeler game that was the last time we were in the playoffs so now we're back and we we have a franchise quarterback we got a bunch of wide receivers that don't care if they there's been like games where Jamar Chase caught like one or two balls he didn't even care he doesn't care as long as they win uh CJ Uzuma Uzama I can't pronounce his name I don't know I'm just excited I'm, I'm glad we didn't do what a lot of teams do. We jumped the gun on Zach Taylor when his first two years, he barely won. But he he was changing the entire culture and locker room of the team. And now everybody just is bought in. So I, if you're a free agent, why wouldn't you want to come to Cincinnati? Cost of living ain't that bad. You got a franchise quarterback that's cool, like people like him and hang out with him. It's like, and they're young. I was like, why would you not want to come here? You know, in the past, it'd be like, why would you go to Cincinnati? Now it's like, why would you not? Why would you not? Man, if they go, if they go, I'm going to, I'll be on the podcast the day of the Super Bowl, hungover. Probably still have an ankle bracelet on me. Um, Because I'll probably probably get arrested. I'm thinking, I got to get in the game, though. I already called like people I know that have suites at SoFi to see if I could like hop in one or pitch in. And I guess for the Super Bowl, if, you, if you're a suite owner, you don't get the suite for the Super Bowl. You still have to buy it separately. I'm like, hmm, that, seems, that doesn't seem right. So it's really calling. I know two people that have suites at SoFi, and I was like, dang it. I know a couple of people that have suites at Dallas, too, and I heard they might get switched if the Omicron keeps skyrocketing, but we'll see. All right, that's enough Bingle talk. I'm sure I'll get back to it, but I want to – I want to tell a story that happened to me two weeks ago. Um, I was in, I went to a wedding in Conroe, Texas. So there's no hotels in Conroe, Texas, really. It's like you got to stay like 15, 20 minutes out uh, to get to a, d- a decent hotel, I should say. So I get online 
and I find this resort called Margaritaville. And it looked nice. So I go, reserve a room for two nights. And literally, I, I, I parked my car. I, I gave my keys to the valet at 10.58 a.m. I'll never forget this as long as I live. At 11.10, I go to my room. I, I, I go to my room and go, oh, I forgot something. So I called the valet guy, and I go, hey, I'm sorry I just got here, but I need my car pulled back around. All right, Mr. Owen, we'll have it right up. Come down. I'm waiting for like 20 minutes. I'm like, where's my car? It's not that crowded. The guy says, do you have the Audi? I see. Yeah. He goes, oh. I go, oh. He says, yeah, somebody scratched your car. I said, scratched it. He puts me in a golf cart. We drive over to my car. The whole front bumper is off. Like, it's off. It's on the ground. The, the front taillight is knocked out. Paneling gone. It's undrivable. You can't drive it. And he's, the, the valet guy's like, he's not sure what happened. Uh, one of his guys didn't do it because they would have scraped up another car. Clearly, a white car hit it because there was white paint all on it. Basically, I thought the guy was trying to be helpful at first because he was like, tell me, call the cops. Got to get a police report. I go, you're right. We called the cops. The cop came and made a police report. Um, and then when I realized, oh, my God, my car's not drivable, the Margaritaville gave me a ride to the wedding um, in this big, bright Margaritaville van. Not how you want to pull it to a wedding, by the way. Uh, so the next day when I go to check out, and I'm talking to the lady, that night I was talking to the lady, like, how do, how do we rectify this? Like, what do we do? And she goes, well, the, the valet is a third party. They basically, that's not Margaritaville's responsibility. I said, okay. So I go to the valet guy, the head of valet, and he's like, well, one of our guys didn't hit it. So it basically is a hit and run. He said, if one of our guys would have hit it, we'd be responsible, but it's a hit and run. So I asked him, I said, why was another car in this parking lot? Like, this should be all valet cars. He goes, it's supposed to be, but sometimes people turn around in this parking lot. Now, this parking lot was completely empty. And when I say four, maybe three or four cars, and the whole parking lot was there when my car got hit. And they got cones in front of there. You'd have to move the cone or drive through it. So I'm going... Some the car was already here that hit my car. No, nobody turned around, but they don't have cameras in the valley parking lot. So his thing was it's a hit and run, you have to call your insurance to get it worked out because it's not our responsibility. I said, Well, it, you're acknowledging I wasn't in the car. He said, Yes. I said, So you're acknowledging my car got hit in your parking lot? Yes. But unless we have proof that one of his guys hit it. I'm just out of luck. It's on me to call my insurance and everything else. So I called my insurance lady, and she's telling me the whole story, and she's basically telling me the steps I need to take to not go through my insurance. So when I went to check out, I'm going, I'm expecting at least a comp through. The lady goes, that wasn't our responsibility. Um, I'm going to leave your, your bill open. So when the manager comes in, the, I guess the head manager, maybe they'll take something off. But of course, we're not going to charge you for a valet. So literally, what I got told initially was, thank you for coming. We know your car is totaled, basically. You can't drive it. But call your insurance and have them tow it. They need an offer to tow it to a garage or auto body shop. Then have your insurance get it fixed. And um, please leave. And we're not trying to take anything off your bill at all. That I was like, I was so taken back. So I made an Instagram post. 
and I just explained exactly what I just explained to you guys, what happened. And I tagged Margaritaville, Lake Conroe, and people went nuts in the comment section. of No matter what they posted, it was Fix Gary's Car. <clears throat> the funniest one was these girls were walking to a cabin. They had these cabins on the lake, and somebody said, uh, I think those car- girls' car got hit too. That's why they're walking back. They, <laughs> they can't drive. So long story uh, short, basically the power of social media – Got people above Margar- the, the local Margaritaville, Lake Conroe. It got Margaritaville, corporate on it. And they call me, and they're going to make it right. I'm not going to get into specifics, but they're, they're going to make it right. That's all I'm going to say. And even they, and all you want to do is with customer service is when people mess up, admit you messed up, and then we keep it moving. And Margaritaville took full responsibility, said this slipped through the cracks, this was, you know, a huge oversight on our part, and we want to make it right. So that's what they did. And I, it was funny because when I left there, I went to Houston, and I was having dinner. And uh, Bun B walked in to the same place I was eating at. And he had DM'd me when, all, when I made the post, and he said, if you need a lawyer in this area, here's my lawyer. He's good. And I didn't want to go the route of getting a lawyer and making it a um, – I didn't want to go to court and do all that. I just – I didn't I don't want no – I don't want no money. I don't want to sue nobody. I just wanted my car fixed. That's all I wanted. Get my car fixed. So Bum B was like, you know, I run into him at dinner and he, he broke it down. He goes, you know, that, that property and that part of town, that part of the state, it's a small property. So they can't really, you know, they, they don't want that PR hit that they're not taking care of their customers because, you know, it's, it's a resort and people come there and they want to make sure they're taken care of. So I'm glad we didn't have to go the route of suing, but I'm also happy that Social media, we hear so much bad stuff on social media, but this is one of those occasions where they actually did right by me. Like, I'm not going to get into specifics, but they just, they're making it right. I'll just, I'll just, I'll just put it that way. They're just, they're, they're making it right. You can take that any way you want to take it. The only thing that I'm, I'm going to transition right back into the Bengals. The only thing, sometimes when I'm talking to you guys, I feel like I'm talking to my head. Because I literally just was about to move on to something else and not give you a heads up. I said, only thing that sucks about these playoffs is I can't make a playoff game. Not unless it's a Super Bowl, which is a Sunday. But the if the Bengals beat the Raiders, it's on Saturday night. I can't make it. Then they would play the next weekend. I'm in Dayton, Ohio. Chances are the Bengals aren't gonna be at home. I won't be able to make it. The next week I'm in Phoenix. I don't care where they play, I'm not gonna make it. I go, oh, Oh, I can't believe I'm not gonna make one playoff game. I was so mad when it came out and we had the Saturday game. I was just like, there's no way. There's no way. But I gotta look at the NFL. It's a money-driven league. Bengals had no primetime games, uh, except for the Thursday night game against Jacksonville. But you wanna kick the playoffs off with a bang. And I guess the bang is Joe Burrow. That's the bang for this. For this playoff run, I hope. God, you don't even know. There's, it's hard to even put into words. It's hard to put. The crazy part is, I was married for all those years, and we weren't that good. And then right when I separate, and you know, I'm in the process of getting a divorce, then we get good. I'm thinking if, if that, if I knew that, I mean, the marriage might have ended like a year after we got married. I'm like, babe, I love you, but um, I got to move on. I need the Bengals to win. So, 
That's a terrible analogy. But it's something we think about as sports fans. Very superstitious people. I don't know if you know that. I was in Denver. I was in Denver last week. And my opener is from Pittsburgh. So we're watching that, that Charger Raider game on TV. So I get, I get off stage, and we're in the green room, and we won't leave. Like, I got off stage. It was like end of the third quarter. And it was like the only way the Steelers were not going to get in the playoffs is if that game ended in a tie. And there's nobody ties in the NFL. There's been like, what, 10 ties in the last six years. All of a sudden, it looks like it's going to end in a tie. And my opener was from Pittsburgh, who he, he's drinking now, right? So I got to keep in mind, alcohol's, alcohol's um, kicking in a little bit, and he's talking a little crazy. So he goes, he's out of his seat. He's yelling. And when you're, when you're a dire fan of another team, and you see a dire fan, uh, how they act, you go, do I act like that when I'm watching the Bengals? Because he was like, oh, this is bullshit. He, he was basically saying it was a conspiracy. He goes, the NFL does not want the Steelers in the playoffs. And I'm going, dude, you sound so stupid right now. I think Pittsburgh's got one of the biggest fan bases in the country. They travel well. Whenever they're on TV, ratings are up. I said, you think the NFL wants the Chargers in the playoffs over the Steelers? I said, you sound crazy right now. What? Um, spoiled fans kill me because Pittsburgh fans are spoiled. You guys are in the playoffs just about every year. You don't have losing seasons. And then this year you barely make it in, and my guy's complaining. Why did he do this to us every year? Did these refs? I'm like, dude, if you don't sit the fuck down, you're spoiled ass. You were a grown adult. You got the experience of Super Bowl victory. Nobody that's a Bengals fan in Cincinnati has ever experienced a Super Bowl win. You can sit the fuck down with that shit. So yeah, that's where I'm at. That's where I'm coming. I, I thought I was going to talk more. But every time I want to say something, I just want to go back to Joe Burrow. It's weird. I want to talk, talk about the defense. I want to talk about the kicker. I want to talk about the punter. But I can't. I just go back to Joe Burrow. I will say this about going back to Jamar Chase. Here's what people I, – I, I noticed this as I was watching the national title game between Alabama and Georgia is Jamar Chase sat out his last season at LSU because of COVID. And you see all these players now, they'll sit out the bowl game if they know they're going to get drafted high in the NFL. And the, the novice fans, I think a lot of people are starting to come around you're starting to be like, yeah, that's a good move if you do that. But you still got these dire fans being like, you're abandoning your team. And da, da, da. Listen, team's great, but teams don't pay the bills. They, they don't – once you're not on the team anymore, they don't care about you because you root for the uniform. But they, the, the guy in Alabama catches the ball, completely destroys his knee, and he's out. He's supposed to be a top-10 pick in the draft. And I was like, that's why guys aren't playing in the bowl games right there. I'm not mad at none of these kids for sitting out if they know they got millions on top of millions riding on that bowl game. You can have the ring. <clears throat> you can have the sports center moment. I'm good. I want to get the check. That's what I want. So I think when I saw as soon as, as soon as that guy went down the Alabama game, I said, I don't, I don't think nobody is saying, I'm so glad he played in Torres ACL. You know, I hope he had a good insurance policy to cover him. But I, I was the first thing I thought of was Jamar Chase and the, the wide receivers at Ohio State that set out. Uh, but Jamar was COVID, which is a little different. 
but still. So anyways, this is not a long episode. I just want to talk about the Bengals a little bit, give my playoff predictions, talk about my car at Margaritaville since it was a big topic on social media. You know it's a big topic when uh, Monday I'm still technically in the area, but on all the Houston radio stations, the hip-hop stations, it was the top story. It was my car, and it was like, how do you handle that when when – Everyone's trying to Margaritaville Sam. It's the rental. It's the uh, valet's fault. Valet saying it's not our fault. We just ran for Margaritaville. Everybody's washing their hands of it. But the bad part is, I was one quote unquote left out in the cold. Like I had nowhere to go. I and then they they gave me a ride to the rental car place. So, um, anyways, it all worked out in the end. I, I do want to talk about other stuff, but I I can't. I just keep going back to the Bengals. So I'm really sorry about that. But I'm not sorry. Because I think we're going to the Super Bowl. Call me crazy. I don't know. But if, if I'm back on here in four weeks, <laughs> remember this podcast, motherfuckers. That's what I'm talking about. I hope we go. All right. I'm going to cut this short. I'll see. I, I, I got to go. I got I to gotta prep for the game. I got to put these socks on. All right, you guys. I'll see you next week.